السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونظيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الإنسان من ألق اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الإنسان ما لم يعلم I begin in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the glorious and magnificent, to whom is all praise and all thanks. We seek, we worship only Allah and we seek help only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all our sins. <coughs> we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us. We bear witness that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, peace and blessings be upon him, is the last and final of the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that all the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came here, we bear witness to their messengership and we, be, we believe in them. From Adam alayhi salam, from Adam to Noah to Abraham to, Mo, to Moses to Jesus to Isa, and to Muhammad, peace be upon all of them, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My topic today is meet your creator. 1457 years ago, a window opened in the heavens and God spoke to man. His first word his revelation to Muhammad, peace be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, through his angel Jibreel, alayhi salam, who we know in the Bible as Archangel Gabriel. And that word was read, iqra. Jibreel came and said to Muhammad sallallahu read, iqra. And Rasulullah sallallahu the messenger of Allah, he said, I do not know how to read. I cannot read. So Jibreel hugged him to his chest very hard. And again he said, iqra, read. And Muhammad sallallahu said the same thing, I cannot read. And this happened for a third time. And then Jibreel revealed and he recited the first five ayat, the first five verses, signs of Surah Al-Alaq. Where he said, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الإنسان من علق اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الإنسان 
insana ma lam ya'lam which means read read in the realm of your rabb your lord the creator the sustainer the protector the provider of everything which exists read in the name of your rabb who created all that exists he created humans from a clot read and your rabb is the most generous he taught by the pen he taught man that which he knew not the quran came as the spoken word it was first spoken to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to the messenger muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he then spoke that he then narrated that he then recited that to his followers he memorized it they memorized it they wrote it down and what we have today as the kalam the kitab the book in the written form is the result of that memorization and the result of that writing down from the first day and the way that it has been preserved is such that there is no change whatsoever in a single word in a single letter from the time it was recited it's preserved exactly as it was so when you listen to the quran or when you read the quran reflect on this that you are listening to the speech of your rabb you are listening to the speech of your creator the words are his the voice is of the qari of the reciter but the words are the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu this is your creator speaking to you personally get that feeling into you and as i said the it was the what was what came first was the spoken word not the written word so let me recite for you something so you get an idea of what we are saying allah subhanahu wa taala i will recite for you some of the ayat which are really the introduction of allah subhanahu wa taala this is how allah subhanahu wa taala subhanahu wa taala for those of new new here means glorious and magnificent it is part of our manners in islam that we do not take the name of allah without saying the glorious and magnificent and we do not take the name of any prophet without saying peace be upon him this is part of our adab this part of our respect we don't just take the names of the prophets of allah and we don't take the name of allah without adding these words of respect <clears throat> allah subhanahu wa taala introduced himself in two ways by speaking about and mentioning his glory and magnificence and by mentioning his blessings on us i am just going to recite the arabic just listen to that and i'll tell you which ayat those are for those of you who don't know most of you will know then you can read up the meanings later on but just listen to the word of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said الله لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم 
لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض ولا يوده حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله وتلك الأمثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المسبر له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الرحمن علم القرآن خلق الإنسان علمه البيان الشمس والقمر بحسبان والنجم والشجر يسجدان والسماء رفع ووضع الميزان ألا تطغوا في الميزان واقيموا الوزن بالقسط ولا تخسروا الميزان والأرض وضعها للأنام فيها فاكهة والنخل ذات الأكمام 
والحب ذو العزف والريحان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان I recited for you Ayat Al-Kursi which is Surah Al-Baqarah 255 that is 2255 after that I recited for you the last two ayat three ayat of Surah Al-Hashr and then I recited for you Surah Al-Ikhlas and then I recited for you the first opening ayat of Surah Al-Rahman the first three parts of the recitation are the introduction of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala this is Allah telling us who he is there is nothing more powerful than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introducing himself and that is what we just heard. And Surah Al-Rahman are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioning his blessings upon us and then it ends, that part ends with a question. That question is asked 30 something times in that surah. And what is that question? فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ which of the blessings of your Rabb, of your Lord, will you both design and deny? Who are the both? The insual jinn, the humans and the jinn. Think about this. As I mentioned to you, the first Ayat which were revealed was Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq Read in the name of your Rabb, your Lord who created everything. Think about this. What was there to read when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this word read? Jibreel did not bring a book. He didn't say here is a book, read it. He said read. What was there to read? Ibn al-Qayyim al-Jawziya, one of our great scholars, he says, that this refers to the entire universe. Read in the name of your Lord who created everything means read his signs, read his words in the creation. And ayah is the term used to describe a line in the Quran, which is also called verse. But the ayah also are all the signs of Allah. Each one of you sitting here you are a sign of Allah. You are an ayah of Allah. Whatever we see around us are the ayat of Allah. The Quran is inviting us to reflect on that. Not just to look at things like mindless tourists. But to reflect on what we are seeing. Look at the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And reflect on the glory and magnificence of the one who created them. Take one. Such a miracle is the salmon. Of the 4,000 or so eggs that a female sockeye deposits in the Adams River in British Columbia in Canada. Which is the most famous of the salmon runs, the many, many of them. Out of 4,000 eggs, only two will survive long enough to start a new generation. Those eggs hide deep in the gravel banks of the river to avoid freezing in the winter. Once hatched, the young salmon swim downstream to the lake where they spend a year maturing. 
Then they swim 500 kilometers down the Thompson and Fraser rivers to the ocean, where their freshwater tissues and organs transform for life in a salty ocean. For three years, these sockeye salmon navigate way out into the middle of the world's largest ocean, the Pacific. They go as far north as the Aleutian Islands and Alaska. They come all the way back down after three years to the Fraser River where they do a second conversion and they convert their internal organs back to being freshwater fish. These salmon then swim 500 kilometers back upstream, somehow sifting traces of their home river's unique chemical mix out of the turmoil of human waste and industrial pollutants and the runoff of hundreds of other streams as they head for where they had been born. They haven't eaten since they left salt water. They've lost their silvery scales. Their mouths have developed hooked beaks like an eagle's and their backs have turned a deep red. They have only one goal, a single-minded dedication to reach their own home stream, their own stretch of gravel and start a new cycle of birth and life and death. We know this happens. We don't know how. We don't know how a fish can turn from being a freshwater fish to a saltwater fish and back to being a, a freshwater fish. Anyone with a saltwater aquarium knows what will happen to the fish if you fill that aquarium with tap water. They all die. Doesn't happen to the salmon. The salmon changes. So next time you eat, you eat salmon, before you eat it, reflect on the miracle that it is and reflect on the one who created it so that you may recognize him and thank him as you enjoy his bounty. To live thankfully and to live thoughtfully is to live Islam. The Quran is a book of signs, not science. It's a book of signs, ayat. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about this when he said, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ Allah said which means verily in the creation of the heavens and the earth and in the alternation of the night and the day there are indeed signs for people of understanding. Understanding is more than intelligence because to understand implies that not only do you understand the situation but also what caused it what it is likely to affect and what you need to do to make that effect positive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called the creation and all that it contains, both the objects and the processes, the creation of the creation and the alternation of the days and the day and the night. He called them his signs. What is a sign? How is a sign different from a picture? Because a sign has meaning. It points to something. 
it permits something, it allows something, it prohibits something, it promises consequences, good or dangerous. A picture can be pretty or not, it can be simple or complex, but it is inert. It's simply there. You can look at it, appreciate it, or ignore it. There are no consequences. But that is not so with a sign. You ignore a sign at your own peril. Once there is a sign, you cannot claim ignorance. It becomes your duty to learn what the sign means. For example, you can't go through a red light and claim that you thought it was Christmas decoration. You will still get a ticket and worse. Ignorance is not defense in law. Signs help us to understand the law and they are the guardrail at the edge of the precipice. Let us take another one of Allah's signs. I want each one of you to pick up the one bottle today. Pick it up. Everyone, pick up the bottle. Yeah. Open the bottle, take a sip. Open the bottle, take a sip. Quick, quick, quick. Open the bottle, take a sip. You know what you did just now? You drank the most ancient piece of creation that exists on the earth. That's what you did. You drank the most ancient piece of creation that exists on the earth. Water. That's right, drink again. Water is an amazing and literally an out-of-this-world substance. I invite you to watch a Netflix documentary called One Strange Rock. It's called One Strange Rock. Watch that. Now, when you drink water, think about this. That you are looking at a substance which is probably 5 billion years old. So drink some more, 5 billion years old. When the earth was forming, water came to the earth in the form of a storm. Imagine every single drop of water in this bottle, in the Pacific, in the Atlantic, in the Indian Ocean, in every stream, in the Connecticut River, came in that storm 5 billion years ago. And it is here till today. Right? The same water came to Mars and Venus, but didn't stay. Too cold in Mars, too hot in Mars, too cold in Venus, didn't stay. On the Earth, thanks to its distance from the Sun, exact distance, and the Earth's magnetic field, which protects us from solar flares, and our thick atmosphere, water stayed, and remained in its three states, liquid, solid, and gas, water, ice, and water vapor. Water has properties totally unlike those of any other liquid. It expands on solidification. <coughs> it's a universal solvent. It does not freeze solid when it's in a large body. It exists simultaneously in three states, solid, liquid, and gas. <coughs> It constantly purifies itself and renews itself. It changes state from liquid to gas and back to solid. And in the process, 
releases its salts and becomes consumable by humans and animals. <coughs> Trees grow because of water. Our bodies are 70% water and our digestive, circulatory and other body functions work because of water. Practically all life exists and is sustained because of water. Where did this water come from? Why? How much? And that I, that's what I said. That water which came 5 billion years ago is what you're drinking right now. That's a 5 billion year thing that has gone into you now. And it circulates. Drink some more 5 billion. Seriously, this is Islam. This is to recognize Allah. And that is the incredibly ancient, critical, incredibly complex blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we pollute and waste without a thought. This is also the meaning of recognizing the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His creation, which you cannot do without using the knowledge that He sent us called science. In Islam, there is no separation between science and religion. Science is from Allah. The revelation is from Allah. All knowledge is from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ Allah said, we have created from water every living thing. Imagine this ayah coming to a people living in the middle of a desert surrounded by black rocks where water is the scarcest commodity. And their God and our God and their creator and our creator saying, I created everything from water. Hmm? How believable was that? Today we know scientifically that's true. They didn't know that in the 7th century. It is hypothesized that about 4.5 billion years ago, there was another planet called Thea about the size of Mars, which was on an intersecting orbit with us, and we met. That collision must have been an awesome thing to witness. The result was that Thea's iron core, what's the metal I'm talking about now? Iron. Thea's iron core sank into the core of the earth, and most of Thea's mantle accreted onto the earth's mantle. That is how we got iron, also a gift from Allah, which also He mentioned in the Quran. Allah said, and we sent down iron. We sent down iron with its great power and might and benefits for humanity. That impact is thought to have turned the earth's surface into a sea of fiery magma and caused it to shoot out enough planetary debris to create the moon. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that four and a half billion years ago. Imagine that happening today. Huh? <laughs> this collision gave us the moon large enough to have gravitational pull to give us tides in the oceans and at an angle 
which reflects sunlight to give us light at night. And of course our months. And most importantly for my Muslim brothers and sisters, our annual moon sighting controversy without which life would, life would be so uninteresting, right? Very boring if you can't fight, fight over whether the moon is sighted or not. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us not to worship the sun or the moon, but to worship him who created both. This collision also changed the tilt of the earth on its axis to, hold your breath, 23 and a half degrees, which gives us our seasons. Exact tilt to half a degree. Not more, not less. Without this tilt, we would have had scorching heat. When I say scorching heat, I mean fire. And when, when scorching heat, when our side of the planet faced the sun, and freezing, freezing cold, when our side of the planet faced away, no life could exist. So now, at this time of the year, which is one of the most beautiful times, in this part of the planet, in Northeastern America, fall season, when you look at the fall colors of the oaks and the aspens and the maples and the sumacs and other trees in Western Mass, people come from all over the world to see them. When you see the glorious shades of our yellows and oranges and pinks and reds, let us remember that all of this is because the earth is tilted on its axis at an angle of 23 and a half degrees. Without this, no summer, no winter. And when you reflect on this, then ask why? It's not an accident. It is not an accident. Nothing is an accident. So ask why? Imagine our earth without water. No oceans, no lakes, no rivers, no rainfall, no vegetation, no life. Then look around yourself today, during the day, and look at the full moon in the night. Breathe the air. Drink from clean, unpolluted streams. Sail on the ocean. Run your hand along the polished gunnel, golden wood of your boat. And reflect on the steel hull of the boat. And then let's remind ourselves that none of this would have happened without the storm and the collision that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent. No wood, no iron, no water to sail it on. Today as we live our lives, let us reflect on the storms and collisions we see or experience in our own lives and remind ourselves to look beyond them to the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in which there is only khair, only blessing. When we do that, it becomes the strength we need to face life and its trials, knowing that the one who sent the trial will also send the solution. Knowing that the one who sent the trial did it for a reason, to teach us something that can only benefit us and which will be the means of drawing us closer to him. That is the only closeness that matters. Because it is the only one which lasts throughout our existence in this world and in the hereafter. It is our help and protection in this life 
and the means of deliverance when we meet him, the glorious and magnificent Jalla Jalalu. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless all of you. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless the MSO. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless this beautiful meeting. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless all those who help you, especially my dear brother here, Father Warren Savage and Colleen, for all the help and the sincere and genuine help that they always do. Imagine I walked into this room a little while ago and what do I see? I see Father Warren Savage with the solid state of the 5 billion year old material called ice. <laughs> in two bags and he's empty, emptying them into those things. Huh? This, is, this man is a, is, a, is a senior Catholic priest. He doesn't have to carry your ice for you. Right? He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't even have to be here. We are honored. And we learn from your example. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfirlana wa tarhamna lanakunana min al-khasirin. Oh Allah, we accept that we commit sins and we accept our mistakes and we ask you to forgive us. And we know that if you do not forgive us, then we will be lost. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adab al-nar. Oh Allah, we ask you for all goodness in this life and all goodness in the hereafter. And we ask you for deliverance from the fire. Wassallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika arhamur rahimin. Peace and blessings be on our master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and on his family and on his companions. Jazakumullahu khairan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me.